Welcome back to Tiger Talk on our final Tiger Talk edition for the winter sports season. Mike Harbu with you. Again, glad you joined us. Later on in the program, we'll be talking with Tiger Head basketball coach Sean Gray. Their season finished up last night and about to get their season underway will be uh, Nevada Tiger baseball coach Danny Penn. We're going to get a preview of the Tiger baseball team uh, coming up on the final interview segment on the program. But right now, we talk Lady Tiger basketball with head coach Brent Bartlett. And uh, not only is this the last one of the year, it's his last one forever. We said that once. <laughs> so I guess never say never, but, uh, uh, but, uh, your final Tiger Talk program, I don't even know how many of these we've done. Oh my, this we, <laughs> dates way back to yeah, what, 97, years, yeah. 1997. So yeah. yeah, 22 years of it. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's, uh, finish it on a high and, uh, you're of course still playing. And, uh, so in some respects, it makes this final program a little bit awkward because we hope you have several more games in front of you yet to play. And of course you, uh, assured at least one more with the victory last night in the district semifinals. But before we get there, we need to go back and finish up the regular season first. So let's do that real quick, and then we'll move on to postseason play. You started, you finished it off by uh, taking on uh, Kansas City Center uh, last Thursday night. Picked up the victory. Uh, as uh, I've grabbed the wrong book, so we will just let you kind of give me the synopsis <laughs> while I go grab it. And uh, but anyway, finished it off with a victory, and obviously a good way to finish off your season. Yeah. Season, anyway. Yes, Mike. Uh, we wanted to. Uh, we felt like we're playing some good basketball at the end of the season. Uh, we wanted to continue that. It's a, it is a tough place to play at Center High School uh, uh, when you're playing some. Uh, it's kind of an out of con- control type of game. Uh, it's kind of like how Kansas City Center likes to play. Sometimes uh, your game can become sloppy at times. Also, uh, they had a good point guard that really uh, tried to penetrate and make things happen for their team. I uh, thought she did a nice job. But anyway, we played a little bit sloppy, uh, but yet sometimes that's to be expected. But uh, just glad to get out of there with the victory and nobody uh, got injured. <laughs> 54-34 was the final. Uh, the players talking about Lisa Thomas did a nice job after the first quarter of play, but you got 13 from Callie Bishore, 12 from Paige Dahmer, and Tylan Hethman just missing double figures. She had nine, as did uh, Allison Bauer in the ball game. Key there, those you, you spread out the scoring, and uh, not your certainly your highest point output of the season, but still good balanced scoring for you. And and you had control of the game after a 17 to four first quarter. Yeah, we really had a good start there, which would. Uh, I like when we do that. I like uh, how how we got up and kind of pushed the ball and knocked down shots. But again, well balanced scoring has been our our um, you know key the last few years, and uh, and and I and I like to see that. I like to see everybody being aggressive and uh, the teamwork, uh, making that extra pass for a better shot, and uh, that's kind of um, a good finish to heading into districts. 21-4 and four is how Nevada finished off the uh, regular season, and uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into postseason play because that's certainly what a lot of people are, work- are concentrating on right now. you got the first-round bye as the uh, number one seed. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, so you, uh, you did not have to play on Saturday, so you come out last night and uh, take on Notre Dame Dacian. Uh, the Storm, uh, they must have had a prior mascot to have to have that name now uh, <laughs> that they had to get rid of. But 60-34, to 34, uh, Nevada wins it. Uh, again, a game that, uh, well, you fell behind 2 to nothing within the first 15 seconds. But then a 10-0 run, and you pretty much had control from there. Yeah, I thought our girls played really well, Mike. Uh, great teamwork. Um, yeah, besides the opening tip, how they ran a fast break on us and caught us asleep a little bit, um, uh, we recognized – Almost um, immediately when they switched uh, uh, into one of their multiple defenses that they like to play, uh, I thought we executed well. Um, not we have to knock down shots. Um, of course, we, you know we did give up some offensive rebounds I didn't like, but at, at most times uh, throughout the night, uh, I thought we uh, con- 
controlled the boards especially better in the second half um we switched up a lot of different defenses uh to try to keep them off balance at one time we stayed man to man in the second quarter a little bit too long i thought and they got used to that uh went to posting up their um uh, the, the Har- carlin girl harlan girl i forgot her Harlan, name. yeah Sandy yeah, yeah so they started posting her up uh, created a couple <laughs> easy shots for them then we went back to either a junk defense or 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 our zone just to slow them up or, or to our press i thought our press did a nice job of creating some easy shots for us uh sped them up a little bit uh, make them take a quick shot or to turn the ball over and um uh, again uh, really pleased uh, we had some turnovers i didn't like in the fourth quarter but yet more times than not we did a really good job i thought we got good minutes from uh, people coming in off the bench um, lindsey phoebus um, Haley lundine and claire pritchett i thought did a nice job even though we only got about three minutes uh, of play but uh, that that those those minutes uh, are special it can give our starters a breather uh, Ty Hethman was absolutely uh, just on fire in the first half, just played uh, really well. I thought uh, Callie was so, uh, just consistent like always. And, um, um, you know, Allison uh, is, I think, getting her strength back, playing a lot better, a lot more aggressive right now. Paige hit some big shots for us, I thought. Uh, hit All three three-pointers I believe she hit was uh, at critical times and where we needed them. So, um, good teamwork, a good good victory, a good uh, way to uh, start the uh, district semifinals and get into the championship game. Yeah, as you mentioned, Tylen Hethman was absolutely on fire in the first half. Had 15 points. Then it was 17, uh, 15 of in the first half, three trays. And when she makes when she makes a shot like she did at the end of the first quarter, pretty much didn't realize the clock was running out and just heaved it up there. And it's time to say, okay, she needs the ball. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> We like uh, – we try to tell our girls always to always know the time on the clock. And I think it caught her off guard a little bit. But, uh, hey, she was uh, aware enough to get a shot off. And it fortunate for us it did go in and uh, kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of how her first half went. Yeah, and it's good to see because obviously she's going to be a key part of this thing a year ago, a year from now. And uh, uh, even though you're not going to be around to see it, she's going to be a key part of it. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. But, uh, again, Callie does what Callie does. Uh, be sure was 17, 11 in the first half. I actually got you really going along with Hathman in that first quarter, scored nine in the first quarter of play uh, by doing what she does, and that's uh, penetrating and getting to the bucket. Yeah, we uh, started out with uh, a special play for Callie in the corner, and uh, she knocks down that three-pointer and and then uh, really got our team going with the way she uh, was attacking the baskets and knocking down shots and drawing some fouls. So uh, that's, that's good to see, but that's how Callie's playing right now. She's playing downhill, playing north-south, and being real aggressive, and uh, that's how we want to be playing. We want to play aggressive on offense. We don't want to be timid. We want to, don't want to be on the back of our heels we want to be attacking the basket well Nevada again gets the victory 60 to 34 a game really not in doubt in the second half so we want to spend some time talking about the district championship game which we play tomorrow night at 5 30 back at Harrisonville to be the Grandview Lady Bulldogs and Nevada will see Grandview advance with a 68 to 46 win over Warrensburg that was an interesting game as uh, Grandview actually jumped out to a 24 to 3 lead and then allowed Warrensburg to get all the way back to within eight uh, in the second half of play and and uh uh, Warrensburg missed their opportunity to really kind of get back in it uh, with a, a missed opportunity on a possession when they had it within eight. And then Grandview uh, probably extends it when Warrensburg runs out of gas in the uh, second half of play. That's the thing about coming from behind. And you have to use a lot of energy to do it, and it looked like they ran out of gas. But let's talk about Grandview, a team that uh, you and I are both impressed with watching them play yesterday, 18-9. Uh, and nine. Again, this is one of those teams where the record may not indicate their ability, at least in a Class 4 district. Yeah, they played a lot of big schools up in Kansas City, good schools, good good teams. Uh, 
Um, Mike, they were uh, they're a good team. They're very athletic. Uh, they they rebound extremely hard. That's one thing that has st- stood out uh, watching film on them, watching them last night. They'll throw up a, l- a lot of absolutely crazy shots, um, and uh, but their f- attitude or philosophy is we'll go after it and rebound it, and they don't care if they run over you. So uh, it's going to be a physical game, no no doubt, especially the way it's been re- officiated. Um, you could watch, you know, the, some of the games has been officiated in their boys game last night how physical it's been uh that's kind of how Kansas City officials referee during the playoffs it's 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 tough it's physical and uh, it's going to be that way tomorrow uh it all starts with their point guard now she's averaged almost 23 points a game Mike uh, she's she does euro steps she penetrates she's she'll throw it up there try to get a rebound uh, but the thing we've got to, one of the key of the game is not allowing uh, us to reach on their drives because I don't think Phil they're going to be consistent on making shots it's just they want to foul or they want to try to get the offensive rebound so we've got to uh, be smart and not foul uh, when they try to penetrate and uh, have your hands straight up arms straight up and uh, it's going to be a, a challenge, but yet uh, the, our, our team's ready for challenges. We've been in these situ- situations before. Uh, we knock down shots. I feel we can beat anybody. Is there a team that you've played this season that uh, that would equate to what you're going to see tomorrow night? I mean, I certainly think about, you know, Carl Junction comes to mind all the way back at the beginning of the season, and you know, they haven't lost yet even since you saw them, and they're they're on their way to obviously going deep in the playoffs. Is there a team out there that you played that's similar to this Grandview team? Well, we've played uh, teams um, uh, that have outstanding point guards and athleticism, um, you know, you know, Bolivar, but uh, uh, probably not overall as a team athleticism as Grandview. So um, uh, I'm sure we've played some teams just as good as them or, or maybe even better, but yet um, we, we, we just want to try to keep them um, uncomfortable. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense, Mike, but we want to try to get them to stop and think on offense instead of just – running and gunning uh mike they they do they do a diamond press they do a box press they do full court man-to-man press they play half court man defense they do a one three one uh and they try to get their length in the passing lane so i mean you we've got to be aware and get kids in the right spots uh whenever they make their switches Okay, I can see this being a game where there's going to be a lot of 50-50 balls out there. That uh, there are going to be some loose basketballs, and it's going to be a matter who gets there. Uh, that's a good uh, way to say that. Uh, there is. Uh, but I'll put our girls up against anybody. Uh, we're not afraid to put our nose uh, right in the middle of the floor and, and, and to get a loose ball. So uh, we're scrappy. We're going to play as hard as we can and, I t- and with intelligence, and, and then I'm, we're going to leave happy no matter what happens. On the, when you get to the offensive end, are you, want, are you wanting to, to – uh, you, know, you talk about their pressure. What about you? Are you? Is that something you're going to try to use to get transition buckets? Um, I honestly th- think we are not uh, going to be able to pressure them tomorrow with uh, whenever uh, number 12, their point guard, is in. She just, she's just too quick right now, Mike. But yet, uh, uh, do we want to run? If we have opportunities, you bet. But uh, we want to also, if we don't uh, – uh, to get in our offense, set good screens, and just uh, uh, try to make them play defense a little okay, bit. Okay, so I ask it the other way. Is this uh, – uh, not that you ever want your perimeter shooting to be off, but is this a night where your perimeter shooting, your, your three-point shooting has to be on? Yeah, but I, I just don't want to put that type of pressure on our kids. But uh, I, I, I've said this and told you a lot. If we're shooting the ball well, uh, we're good. We're a good team, and we're hard to beat. So, um we're going to come out being aggressive. If we're open, we're going to let her fly. If not, 
uh, we'll attack the basket and try to dish out or, or try to draw a foul, and just like we always do. And uh, Mike, sometimes the, it goes in, sometimes it doesn't. And uh, I know we're going to do the best we can. Sierra Smith is the point guard you're talking about, just a sophomore, uh, five foot seven, and uh, uh, they've got some talent. In fact, their boys' team has a sophomore that they're talking about, Division One level player. So they, just, uh, they seem to be gravitating to Grandview right now. Yeah, you know, success and um, you get players that play traveling basketball on successful teams and, and they try to want to draw them in there as freshmen to um, or move in and to play together. And that mm -hmm. seems like that's uh, happened here. I was uh, the other night uh, when you were playing at center, I made the remark on the broadcast about Lindley Ferry being black, black and blue the next morning after how physical was down inside. And she may be in store for another one of those tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to take. Um, I think it's going to take uh, you know rotating some posts in and our post and uh, and really blocking out at, at probably better than they ever have before. You, it's easy sometimes when you're taller to turn and just. Uh, but uh, you, if you do this to, to turn and just look at the basket tomorrow night and try to get hope to get the rebound, you're going to get pushed uh, under the basket or you're going to get knocked down. You've got to get your base wider. You've got to make contact with them and uh, uh, just be physical when you get get a rebound. Well, it'll be a 5.30 game tomorrow, not the usual 6 o'clock start we see. So hopefully a lot of people can uh... – Depart work a little bit early and uh, get up there for that 5:30 game because because with Grandview having both their teams in a championship game, we know they're going to have a good crowd uh, tomorrow night. And not that Nevada never travels, we know how well Nevada travels, and uh, uh, we're going to need to see that again tomorrow night. That gym has a uh, has a way of just holding noise. It is an incredibly loud building, and they're especially in girls' games for some reason. I think because of all the chanting they do now. Uh, but uh, the uh, but uh, atmosphere will certainly be electric tomorrow night as it was last night. Yeah, it will. Um, hey, you know, it's not a, it's an easy drive for Nevada straight down 71 to Harrisonville. Uh, I think we'll have a nice crowd. Uh, and uh, I think our girls deserve a good uh, crowd, a good cheer and section. And uh, hopefully we'll just, uh, uh, you know, do the best we can and um, hopefully – Good things happen. I know uh, when you're playing in district, even the last two years in a district championship or any championship game, it's it's a game of momentums. Uh, we want to try to limit their momentums. Hopefully, lengthen our momentum runs. And um, if I have to call timeouts, I will. And just uh, try to keep the uh, part of the game controlled in that way. Also, I can see this week if you can get out on them quick, they might get a little bit frustrated. I thought I saw a little frustration in them yesterday when Warrensburg made their run. Do you see that? Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I, I when we was watching the Warrensburg game, I when Warrensburg made their run back uh, and got their momentum, it seemed like um, uh, Grandview was getting frustrated and almost up mad, you know. And whereas and uh, Warrensburg just kept knocking down shots and kept that momentum going from themselves. So hopefully uh, uh, we can get a momentum like that also. They'll be in uh, 5.30 tomorrow. Well, of course, we'll have the pregame for you at 5.15 tomorrow on uh, 97 FM KNMO, the audio stream, and on NevadaMoTV.com. We've had huge numbers this week on NevadaMoTV, and we do certainly appreciate that. But I'd like to see a lot of you in the stands again tomorrow night. I know it's a 5.30 game on a work night, but uh, uh, hopefully we can get off a little bit early and get there for the, that contest at Harrisonville. They can certainly use your support. Can't, literally, can't really look ahead too much. Obviously, you got a tough, tough battle uh, tomorrow night to even think about next week. Uh, but if Nevada 
it does uh, get out of uh, district tomorrow night. They'll be back in action in the section round next Tuesday, the 10th of March. That'll be at least Summit High School. I uh, can't tell you yet anything about the other district uh, in District 13. Uh, they don't actually play their championship game until Friday. Uh, I know Grain Valley is the one is the one seed in that, but uh, I haven't actually followed the the uh, path of that. Uh, I've been busy on my own with my own deals <laughs> with Nevada this week, but that championship game is not even until Friday night this week anyway. So we'll worry about that situation when the time arrives. So let's just kind of. Again, it's going to be a little bit awkward here. Well, actually, before we get to that, uh, you uh, received some post-season. Uh, your, you and your players received some postseason recognition today, as uh, the Big Eight West Division, Big Eight West Conference, other announced All Conference honors today. They only put five girls on each team, and uh, on the first team, you got three of them. And uh, people can probably guess the three. Callie B. Shore, uh, Paige Dahmer, and Allison Bauer. Callie named uh, Player of the Year. And Todd and Hethman getting to the second team selection. And, and uh, deservedly so, you were named uh, the Coach of the Year in the Big 8 West Division this year as well. So uh, a good day for Nevada. Yeah, I, I thought it was an excellent uh, day. Uh, it's always nice to see great kids, great players, uh, better people get recognized by other coaches and um, you know, Mike didn't have to talk too much at all about our four that got, uh, an, you know, not or, or uh, the on the first team mm-hmm. and second team. But it's great that uh, the coaches recognized Callie as Player of the Year and uh, first team, Allison Bauer on um, first team, and Paige Dahmer. I mean, three girls that have put their heart and soul into Lady Tiger basketball, and and uh, uh, and then you know, Tylen. Sometimes Tylen, what she does doesn't get recognized. You know the guarding the other team's best player but her athleticism stands out um you know didn't have to say much at all about ty they knew exactly who she was and for her to get second team uh, uh, i think is uh, incredible and uh, again incredible for lady tiger basketball and um uh, you know, and I look, I, our top three in the out of the five and in, in the first team. I, I mean, I, I can't see too many people that uh, were. I mean, this that was a tr- correct pick. I mean, we we definitely have top players. Uh, won the conference, uh, been undefeated for two years. So, uh, rightfully so, uh, the girls uh, g- getting the credit and the recognition they deserve. And the coaches obviously recognized uh, your abilities as well. So, congratulations there. Thanks, Mike. And, you know, this award, I guess, doesn't mean a whole lot to me, never has, you know. So, uh, because I'm a firm believer you've got to have great assistant coaches. I mean, Blake Cowarth and Corey Dodson are incredible coaches, incredible basketball coaches, incredible people to be around uh, to work with uh, our young ladies in the basketball program. And then you got to have great players. And uh, I've been fortunate enough to have great players. Uh, the uh, And, and over the years and especially this year. Well, again, okay, so congratulations to all those players. Now I get to the awkward part of the program because this is our <laughs> final Tiger Talk, but you're not done playing yet. But we're going to go ahead and cover uh, a couple of things that we would normally do when, when the season is over. Uh, obviously, this is a big graduating class for Nevada uh, with six seniors uh, departing. But a JV team is going to follow that uh, went 17-1 and this year. And uh, so, obviously, the cover is not bare, and hopefully they can continue that tradition. Yeah, that's the um, that's the you know the the beauty about this. You know, I and when you coach this long in a program, twenty two years, I, I I will always feel part of this program. I just have put my heart and soul, my life into it. A lot of sacrifices from family and things, and uh, and glad to have done that. So I just hope I've been 
the the role model the the person that has uh, directed these kids um, in a good way when it's even after basketball Mike and I, I believe I have uh, but uh, you know JV team that was 17 and one the cupboard's not bare and um, uh, we've got kids in the program even in junior high that are good players uh, have been successful uh, in the conference uh, the last two years so a uh, lot to look forward to in the future for Lady Tiger basketball and um, uh, you know, I'll be a, I'll be probably the number one fan uh, of watching on on TV there, Mike, <laughs> on on your station uh, when I can't make it up. So uh, I'm proud of these girls. Uh, I've been pr- uh, very pleased to coach each and every one of them. Uh, the relationships has has always been big for me. I love uh, building relationships that hopefully last a lifetime. I know we've got memories uh, over the especially the last for for ever since I've been coaching, but um, even uh, the last four. years, years there's there's things we still talk about son and we'll be talking about them you know until we die probably but uh it's been a blessing it's been an honor and uh, and i know uh lady tiger basketball is going to be in good hands uh um when they when they decide who the next coach is going to be and um they've got good players in the program right now that like the game of basketball and like to work hard at it when do you think you'll sit there and reflect on it i mean you've done this for you know 22 years uh, many more years other than that of course i've been drexel and uh uh, but the last 22 years, so with the exception of one year, 23 total with one year absence. But uh, this has been your life, and I don't think you're done coaching. I think you've got some <laughs> aspirations to maybe do some coaching maybe somewhere else. Uh, but it just won't be at Nevada. But uh, – uh, but uh, when do you think it'll kind of sink in when you're sitting out there on the boat with Bobby Wagner fishing or what? You know, I, I do a lot of thinking out there on the water. And, uh, you know, it, it'd it be things that I, I'll be able to talk about. Uh, I remember when this happened. I remember when this happened. But, yeah, when we're reflecting uh, – I'm probably fishing with my good friend Bobby and at some tournament or something, but uh, he couldn't get away from it. No, yeah, he's coaching again. Even though it's assistant, he's coaching. Yeah, he is, but he, <laughs> and he enjoys it. So anyway, well, I, I'm looking forward to uh, what's going to happen in the next chapter of my life. Uh, um, I think I owe my wife probably two vacations and trips a year from uh, because of uh, <laughs> neglecting that over the last uh, 30 years. But anyway. Um, uh, just uh, enjoy my family, enjoy uh, what the next chapter holds. Well, we look forward to it, and uh, I know you'll be staying in touch. And, again, this is not a, a postmortem. You've got more games to coach and uh, hopefully several more on down the road. What is the key for your team going forward uh, to continue to play for the next couple of weeks? Well, I just think we have to stay hot. I think we have to keep playing good basketball, team basketball. I think we have to rebound. I think that's a big key uh, for us to be successful. Uh, and looking forward to, uh, you know, how many games there are. But, again, Mike, I tell them each day, especially in the playoffs districts, give it everything you've got, add that with intelligence, and then I'll be happy. And I know your parents will be happy and our fans will be happy because uh, we're competing until the final buzzer, and that's, that's what we've done for the last few years. Um, I know probably need to close up, but Mike, you've been a special friend. You always will be, and uh, I appreciate everything you do for Nevada uh sports nevada lady tiger basketball and uh you mean a lot to me and i hope uh and i know we'll stay in touch and but uh just appreciate everything you've done and it goes both ways and uh as i tell people that uh 
they don't realize how much time uh, you all take uh, away from, as you said, from your families. And I can sort of relate. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm way behind on vacations with my family as well, doing all this radio stuff over the years and with the Griffins and everything else. So, uh, but uh, I tell people they don't, they don't realize how much time I ask for uh, from the coaches before or after the game was are not necessarily in a good mood and uh, and doing these Tiger talks and things like that. It's very much appreciated, and I value your friendship as well. You know that, and uh, I look forward to just sitting out there. I don't fish, but I'll, I'll sit there and have a cold one with you one day. Oh, oh sounds good, Mike. <laughs> right. Appreciate all the time, and uh, let's keep it going for a couple more weeks. No need to close it out yet. Oh, you bet, Mike. Appreciate it. That's Lady Tiger basketball coach Brent Bartley. We'll come back, talk boys basketball, head coach Sean Gray. That's out of the timeout on Tiger Talk.